0: Hi guys, welcome to another episode of When the Scriptures Become Real. Again, it's a podcast where we learn, where we study, where we grow, uh, where we try to become the best versions of ourselves as we can as we continue to serve our Lord. So for this podcast, uh, there's not going to be a video portion um, because actually I'm kind of on the go. Um, And so this will be our replacement podcast for Monday since I'll be at that preacher's meeting. So this will be the podcast that we normally would do on Monday. Um, So kind of... So with this podcast today, it's it's not going to be um, as organized as I normally have it. Um, You know, with this podcast, this will kind of give you a a small picture of kind of how my brain works when I'm thinking about a topic or when I read a verse or, or kind of when you're going through life and something, you know, you see something or you know, something goes on that week or, you know, it just brings something up in scripture, right? And so this is kind of that process that I'm taking today. Um, and so again, this is not going to be as organized, but again, this will kind of give you an image of kind of how you can brainstorm with the scripture here. All right. So I was thinking today, um, you know, you know, how kind of you just kind of on your phone, uh, just kind of looking at stuff or you let me, let me describe it this way. You know, if you're studying scripture or you're studying a certain topic or something's going on in your life, right, and as that's happening, is it weird that everything in life relates to exactly what's happening to you at that moment? So let's say, uh, for instance, you lost your job, right? And let's say you're going through financial hardship. And let's say that day you open up the scripture and like the first verse that comes up, you just happen to turn to Matthew chapter six, verse 33. You know, it, it just seems coincidental, right? So then you, you turn on the TV and you watch it, you watch a show and your favorite character just lost his job or you, you turn on a movie and the main character in the movie lost his job. You're just like, man, does everybody lose their job? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just kind of ironic how things just work that way sometimes. And so that's kind of how it was this week, you know, um, studying throughout the week and, you know, going to the office and doing doing a lot of other things. And I just keep over and over and over, just keep seeing videos on. I mean, just random, whether it's on TikTok, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's on, you know, a movie, like the same idea just keeps coming over and over and over. And that idea is investment, investment. And I'm like, well, why is this, why does this keep coming up? You know what I mean? Like it just keeps, it just keeps being thrown in my face in subliminal ways. And so as I was thinking about that topic investment, you know, there was a guy that talked about um, how, you know, we should learn to not only invest in ourselves, but we should also learn to grow to invest in other people. And so he mentioned in like this little clip, he mentioned, um, you know, gravitate towards people that invest more in you. Um, A lot of times, you know, even in the, in the Christian world, uh, we can find ourselves kind of over-investing. And so this is what I'm saying. Should we help? Yes. Should we be servants? Yes. Should we do what Christ wants us to do? Yes. Um, But remember, even when Christ was here, you know, Christ asked for help as well. And so sometimes, you know, we take so much on our shoulders and, um, you know, we take so much responsibility, uh, of trying to be everything for everyone else. Um, but you know, you need your cup filled too. So maybe, maybe that's you, maybe you're a person that's like, uh, like you're super giving right of your time, of your service, of yourself. You know, you're always doing something for somebody else. I know plenty of people like that and maybe that's you, but to be honest, you know, maybe this, maybe this describes you. Throughout the day, you're completely fine, right? Because you're so busy doing stuff for everybody else. You know, you're busy at work. You know, you're busy helping this person and then you're busy helping that person. And then you're busy helping all these other people. But then uh, maybe this is you. Maybe it hits you at night or maybe it hits you when you're kind of alone, you know, when you're done doing everything for everyone else and you sit there and you, you know, you're like, man, I kind of wish the stuff that I gave out was coming back. You know, maybe that's you. And so this idea that I've I've been hit with this week in terms of investment, I'm kind of thinking about um kind of two things, guys. Like how can we how can we learn to invest more into Christ? But then also how can we learn to not over invest, but also have a healthy a healthy um a healthy dose of you giving what you need to give out but then also you getting what you're giving out to if that makes sense. And so again like I said this is not going to be organized, you know, we're thinking out loud together. We're studying together. And so when I when I think about investment, guys, um you know, I think about um I believe it's Mark chapter 8. Let me make sure I have the the right passage there, but this is kind of one of the first ones um that came to my mind. Yeah. Matthew chapter eight. So go on and turn there. If you guys have your Bibles real quick. Um, so, you know, in Matthew chapter eight, we're talking, remember we're talking about investment and think about what God did for us. God invested everything into us. So he gave of his absolute best for us. You know, he gave of his son for us. And he provided his son as a sacrifice and he watched that, you know, he watched that happen. And so think about everything that Christ has done. So Christ has done everything to invest in you or to invest in me. And so in Mark chapter eight, Jesus, knowing that this is going to happen, this is talking about discipleship. And so in verse 30, he mentions, and when he called the people unto him with his disciples, he said unto them, Whoever will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever shall save his life shall lose it. For whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall save it. For what shall it profit a man if he gain the whole world, but then lose his soul? And so think about the investment that God made. And so he gave of everything for us. And so now the question becomes for you and I how much are we investing back to him? You know, have you, have you thought about it that way? Like, how much how are you investing in him? Again, going back to that interview with that guy, he was specifically talking about our human relationships. So in that, in that small clip, he mentioned, um, invest in somebody who invests in you, right? And so he said, if you're the one always investing, And no one else is, and the other person isn't investing in you back. He said, at some point, you're always going to get hurt. And so think about, think about God for a second. God has invested everything into you. God has invested everything into me. But the thing about it is, how much are you investing back? And so if you're investing little, if I'm investing little, think about the, think about the heartbreak that that causes God. You know, have you ever and we've all been here, you know, if you're being real and if you're being honest and we've all grown from those situations. But have you ever in life and it doesn't matter, you know what it is, but have you ever invested yourself in something or in someone and you gave everything that you could, but then it wasn't given back or at least it wasn't given back to the level that you were giving it out? How did that make you feel? You know, it had to have made you feel some type of way, right? Now, in the past, we all could have done better. Absolutely. But just think about we've all been in that situation. And so think about God's heart for a second. If you're a Christian, are you breaking God's heart every single day because you're not willing to invest back into him what he gave to you? That's crazy, right? It's insane, and when you talk about investment, the thing about investment you know physically like with money and and i'm I'm reading books and I'm you know watching videos and i'm I'm taking you know a little bit of money here and here and here and, here and learning to invest myself and so the thing that i when I, that I'm reading and watching when it comes to investment is every good person that invests money you invest in something to get a return. So you never invest in something just for the sake of investing. You invest in something to get a return back. So think about your physical relationships with people. So I'm not saying that you do nice things and you do great things and you be a good person and you do all this just to get stuff back. That's not what I'm saying here. But I'm saying in terms of, you know, deeper relationships. So you're talking about a marriage there. You're talking about you know, a serious relationship there. You know, if you're investing your time, if you're investing your effort, if you're investing, you know, all this stuff that you're giving, you expect something to be given back, right? And so if it's not given back, then that's not a smart investment because you're giving something that you know you're not getting back. And so think about with God. As a Christian, God expects a return, and so remember all the way, even back in Matthew, how even when he describes us and saying that we should bear fruit. So if we're Christians, guess what? God and he he already gave his investment. So what does he want from you? What does he want from me? He wants a return. And what's that return? John three sixteen, right? For God so loved the world. So what's that return to give back to God? living faithfully for him, Matthew chapter six, Matthew chapter seven, and evangelizing and doing what he says, Matthew chapter 28. And so the question becomes for all of us, you know, I'm just kind of throwing these things out here, guys, you know, how, and I'm asking myself too, like how much have we really been investing, you know, like how much have we really been, because here's, here's what I'm finding out. And dad told me this a long time ago, and I'm starting to I'm starting to understand this more. He was specifically talking about, um, you know, your human relationships with people. And he's saying if your relationship or as we're talking today, if your investment with God is not right, then your investment with other people is always going to be off. So have you noticed and I'm I'm talking to me, too. So don't take this personally like, well, Jordan saying this about me. I'm I'm talking to me too here, okay? So have you ever kind of as you're walking through life um how do I want to say it? Have things just not been working out? If you're being if you're being real and and things could be you could put anything there. But just things just seem a little bit more difficult. Things seem a little bit more complicated. Things seem a little bit more harder than what it really should be. Maybe that's you. But you got to think, and dad told me this, if the relationship or that investment with God is not right, everything else will suffer. So your work life will suffer, your relationship life will suffer, and you as an individual will suffer because your investment or your relationship with God is off. And I, I really understand that now. I really understand that now. Because if we're not investing into what God wants us to do. No wonder everything else is so hard because we're not letting our investment, we're not letting God guide us. So again, all the way back, you know, we can we can look at Proverbs. You know, we can look at the, the book of Matthew and Mark and Luke and John and even the the epistles of Paul. We can look and just see how they invested everything into God. And so Here's, here's another, here's another thought. Is it a possibility that instead of, and again, talking about just regular finance with investing here, sometimes when you invest money, sometimes you have to wait a while to get even a dividend or even a return back. And so is it possible that things in your life aren't working the way that you want them to work? Because you expected a return in your time and you didn't get it. And so, therefore, when you didn't get that return, you did things your own way. I've been there. I've been there for sure. And so the thing about with God is when we invest our lives to him, that that physical reward that he talks about that he would give us in the book of Matthew That physical reward of saving our lives, talking about getting to heaven, according to verse number uh, 35, that reward, and even verse 36, that reward may not come until death. So are we spent, and I talked to, and again, this is another conversation I had with dad, but I talked to him about um, uh, Colossians chapter three, right? Seeking first those things that are above. And so, is it possible that we've been spending so much time not seeking those things that are above, that we've lost sight of what's what we're really here for? It's possible. And we've been investing in the wrong things. It's It's possible, you know? And as we're kind of brainstorming and just kind of having this conversation, sometimes I... It's a, it's a weird, it's a weird thing, you know, talking about investment, but here's some, here's another thought too, you know, and again, we're just, we're just kind of spitballing and brainstorming with the scripture here. (sighs) Let me, let me, let me say it this way. So as I was kind of studying, you know, how kind of when you're, when you're just chilling out and studying and, you know, you might have a, a movie on or, or something just kind of in the background you know, those random movies that come on on cable, you know, just like those old school movies that come on. So there was, you know, there was a movie on and, you know, you kind of paying attention and you're kind of not, but it was about this, it was about this guy. And um, this guy in the movie, um, he, he was best friends with an older, with the older man. And in this, in this movie, he was He was investing his time into different people. So he was a genuinely good person. But as he was investing his time in different people, each person took advantage of him in a different way. So one person took advantage of his kindness. Another person took advantage of his money. Another person took advantage of the fact that he owned a business and that he had an opportunity to get a house. So everybody took advantage of him in a different way. And so now he's having this conversation with this older gentleman. And as he's talking to this older gentleman, um, he's talking about investing his time. And he's saying he doesn't think he can do it again. He doesn't think he can invest his time. And so the guy told him that whenever you invest your time into somebody or into something or into a business, there's always a risk. And I think it was it was based off, I think it was a book. There was a book I read too. Is I think Tuesdays with Maury. That was the book. And it was kind of the same conversation, a younger guy talking to an older guy. And he said, when you invest in something or in someone or in a business, he said, there's always a risk. There's always a risk of someone, you know, uh, you know taking what they can. There's always a risk of the business failing. There's always a risk of, of things just not working the way you thought it would. And so when I think about the physical investments that we give in life, so many of those investments come with risk. And so whenever I invest money into something, it always gives me a message, there is a risk in doing this. You could lose your money if you invest this. Do you want to continue? Yes or no? And so you got a choice. Do I want to take this risk and have the risk of gaining my money or take this risk in losing it. And so it's the same thing with, with anything else in life. There's always a risk, but you know, as I think about this, I think about how with God, when we invest in him, there's never a risk. Have you thought about that? That's crazy. As we invest in God, There's never a risk. There's never a button to say, are you sure you want to invest in God? Yes or no. Are you sure you want to do this? Now, should we should we count the cost? Should we understand that following Christ comes with certain trials and tribulations and all those things? Yes, we need to count the cost. But when I mean risk, I mean. As you invest in God, the Lord will always help you. He'll always give you a return whether it's through chastening, right? Hebrews chapter 12, right? Verse seven, if you endure chastening, God deals with you as sons. But if you be without chastisement, we're all partakers, then, then we're all illegitimate sons, right? So, you, you know, you think about, um, you know, Hebrews mentions that God is an anchor for the soul. Jesus is an anchor for the soul. And so think about your life right now how many, how many times have you given a risk and it's not worked out? So how many times in life have you pressed that button? Do you want to give your money to this? Do you want to give your heart to this? Do you want to give your money to this? And you press that yes button in life and it didn't work. So. When the next risk came up, how hesitant were you to press yes the next time? You were hesitant because you understood I failed last time. It didn't work last time. I risked it all and it didn't work. But the thing about Christ and the thing about investing our lives and investing and giving everything to God. When we invest in him. He always helps us, and he always helps us get better. Real quick, here's a here's a story that I, I heard a long time ago. There was a couple, a younger couple, that went into a, a building, an antique shop an antique shop. You know, if you like antique shopping, that's really fun to do, right? It's a kind of a fun thing to, you know, it's a fun, you know, outing. It's a fun date night thing to go antique shopping. It's really cool. Um, so this this couple went in and they went antique shopping. And there was this cup. And as they went in, they saw how beautiful the cup was. And then the cup started, started talking. And so the cup said I wasn't always this beautiful. The cup said I was just a piece of clay. But the master kept throwing me. And I said, it hurts and it hurts and it hurts. And so the master said, I'm not done with you yet. So then the master, after he kept throwing me around, then the master put this paint on me. And as he put this paint on me, I couldn't breathe because of the aroma of the paint. It hurt so much I couldn't breathe. So I said to the to the master, I, I can't do this anymore. Please stop. Master said, Not yet. Then what the master did, the master put me in an oven. And he was in that oven and he saw me through the crack of the oven, just screaming and crying. And I said, I, I can't do this anymore. And the master said, Not yet. And so the master took me out of the oven and he let me rest for a while, which was the best part of the process. But then after I got my rest, the master put me back in the oven, but he made it double hot or he made it as he made it twice as hot as last time. And so through that through that oven, I was screaming and crying. No, not yet. I can't do this. And then the master said, no, you're not done yet. And he took me out of the oven and he put me in front of a mirror. And he said, now you're complete. Now I'm what you see. You see, when we invest our lives, when we invest our time into God, I don't know about y'all. Your lives may be different. But everybody has experienced different forms of pain. And you think about. All those times where you've been chastened by God, you've been disciplined, whether by your mistakes or your faults or just by life itself. And how many times have you said that, you know, you invested in God, right? You press the yes button on God. And as you press that yes button, more pain, more agony, more heartbreak, more loss, more pain more agony, more heartbreak, more loss, over and over and over, and you just yell to the master, I can't do this anymore, I can't do it. How many times have we all been there? Right? I have. And sometimes, sometimes when you invest in God and when these things just keep happening, right, it's like this cycle, right? It just keeps happening over and over and over Sometimes, sometimes, just to be honest, and we're just kind of talking here, sometimes you're going to wish you didn't invest as much because you're tired of hurting. You're tired of things not working. You're tired of always just barely getting by. You're tired. And I get that. And sometimes when you invest in God you're not going to see that return and you're going to be tired and you're going to tell the master, I can't do it. And the master month by month, day by day, year by year is going to keep telling you not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. That's the, that's the hardest part of investing in God waiting on the return. But as we go through those monthly and daily and yearly trials, as each day, month and year goes by, That we keep investing our time, we keep investing our hearts, we keep investing everything we've got into God. At some point, he's going to say exactly what he said to that finished product. He said, now you are complete. The Lord Lord can help us. The Lord will help us. But the hardest thing, and I'm just speaking for myself. One of the hardest things to do. Is as you're going through that, that heat and molding process of what God wants you to become, the hardest part of that process is to believe that there's an end to the pain, to believe that there's an end to the process, right? To believe that there's an end to it, right? Uh, And again, as we go through life, we're never going to be enlightened. We're never going to be, you know, 100% know everything and, and be this perfect person. But when I mean complete, I mean, the Lord is taking you somewhere. And sometimes as you're going through this process, sometimes it feels like it feels like you'll never get there. You know, no matter how much you invest, you know, no matter how much you endure each trial that comes each year. It's like it's like nothing is it's like you don't see the point of your investment. But the hardest part about when you invest in God The hardest part is to trust. That's the hardest part. And so think about your physical relationships. What's the hardest part of investing into something or into someone or into a company when you've done it before and it didn't work? What's the hardest thing to do the next time? Trust. Because what could potentially happen the next time? Same exact thing. And so, you know, I was reading through um, Psalm 37, you know, we're teaching the adults here in our Bible class how to study, and we're going through a little bit of Psalms right now, and um, it's a great study through Psalms talking about trust. Trust is always in there, and I love Psalm chapter 37, that's my favorite Psalm, but I love it because of verses 1 through 7. That's my favorite. But I also love it because of verse 40. And so this is kind of how we'll kind of close this thought process out here. Think about, think about, um, think about how throughout your life you've been hesitant to invest. Right? Be real. And the reason why you're hesitant to invest is because something didn't work before. And you already have this mindset that it's going to fail before you even try. And so you run. You run from the investment. And sometimes we run away from God because we're afraid that it's going to fail. Just like we do with everything else, we run away. because, Or we make some type of excuse because we don't want to face the risk. And so think about the next time you're faced with an investment, guys. Think about the next time and that and you think every Sunday you're faced with an investment. Will I invest in God or will I keep investing in myself in the world? So you're going to have an investment with God this week. And so you're going to have to choose yes or no. But then also think about the investment the next time you invest in a person, the next time you invest in you know, with your, with other things, right? Think about, you're going to be put in a situation where you're going to have to choose, do I want to invest and risk or do I not? Keep this verse in mind when that choice happens. Verse 40, and the Lord, right, if we wait on him, according to verse 34, and the Lord, who we've already said we're going to invest in, the Lord will help them The Lord will deliver them and he will deliver them from the wicked and he will save them. Why will the Lord help? Why will the Lord deliver and why will he save if we choose to invest in him? Why will he do that? Because they trust in him. So the next time you're faced and myself too. When we're faced with an investment choice in anything or anyone, understand that the Lord will help you with that investment. The Lord will deliver you if that's not the right investment for you. The Lord will save you. And the Lord will do all those things because you trust in him. So let's become better investors. That's crazy. That's a pretty good thought, huh? Let's become better investors. And and the thing about when we talk about investing, sometimes we become so afraid and fear is a big one. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt. You know, when it comes to investing, fear is a big thing because think about your money. You worked hard for that and you're investing in something that could fail, That's a, that that could be a scary thing, right? You know, you think about, uh, you know, a relationship with the person. If something's failed before, you're already hesitant with the thing, with the, with the next thing that comes. And so there's there's a level of fear that comes with that investment. And going back to our original text in Mark chapter eight, depending on the life that you've been living up to this point, there also can be a fear of giving your life to the Lord to, to really invest in him. There, there could be a fear. But my encouragement to you guys and and to me <laughs> don't I can't leave me out either. Learn we gotta learn to trust in him more. That's one of my biggest flaws, to be real. Trust in God. To learn to really trust in his plan. Because, you you know, we really don't know, if if we're being honest. We really don't know where he wants us to go. But the best thing that I've heard that we can do in those moments and in those times where we don't know what to do. Understand that um, preparation plus opportunity. That makes you ready. And so all these years where the Lord has been pruning you and getting you ready and preparing you. And now when an opportunity pops up, you'll be ready for it because he's prepared you. You know, maybe, maybe I got to start and you got to start seeing things as preparation rather than, rather than the Lord punishing. Maybe it's preparation instead of punishment. Could it be punishment? Possibly. But could punishment be turned into preparation? Yeah, it can too. According to Hebrews chapter, chapter 12, verse 7. And so when we talk about investment, guys, let's be let's learn to be better investors in in God. But then also let's learn how to invest with each other. You know, obviously serve one another, do what the Lord wants us to do. But also understand, I think a part of investment is understanding that you need something too. And so it's a smart thing to do when you've invested. You're not getting an investment back to maybe hold off on that because you need to be ready to invest. And so you don't want to hurt yourself, right, financially, relationship-wise, spiritually. You don't want to hurt yourself by overly investing in everybody else and you don't get anything back. You know, you, there needs to be a healthy there needs everything comes with balance. There needs to be that healthy balance. And so that comes with wisdom, that comes with prayer, and that also comes with investing in God. That's what and that's what I'm learning. That's what I'm learning. So, um wow. That's we've been going for about 34 minutes, guys, and you see this was just kind of and again, guys, this is just kind of the process that I go through when I'm getting a podcast. You know, I like to call it organized chaos. So I didn't have specific points we were going through, but I hope it made sense. You know, we just kind of, you know, you kind of look and keep your eyes open of things going on that week, of things going on with you, of things that you're studying, of things that you're hearing, of things that you're seeing. And when you see those things, look at the scripture, study it. Maybe that could be something that you could use to help somebody else right? So this kind of helps your process as you study and as you grow. Man, this has been, this has been really good, man. I really needed this today. Uh, maybe you needed it too. So I, I really appreciate you guys. Um, again, like I said before, this is the podcast that will replace the one for Monday because I will be, um, I will be at a preacher's meeting on Monday. So I'm going to have time to record um, again. So if you guys ever have any topics or anything, DM me, Uh, let me know. Uh, you can, you can even send a message to me or, or whatever you want to do. Um, and we can get some topics going and, and we can study and work through some things together. So, um, I appreciate you guys just keep investing in God and keep trusting in his plan and, uh, understand that he knows what he's doing. All right. Thanks guys.